these guys have worked together for a really long time on Gator baseball broadcasts. Nick Belmonte, my buddy, comes in. Nick, uh, Mick and Nick, been doing it for how many years? 33. Yeah. And I'm the one guy you're going to have on the show that's still working with Mick Hubert, so that's a great thing. <laughs> that's true. He's not retired in my mind. He's still working. We got some work to do this weekend. That's right, right, Mick? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, Mick, uh, first of all, Nick, I want you to talk about working with him. Uh, sure. Remember the first time that you met Mick? and, and you know, what Yeah. Your, yeah, tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was in 89, and David Steele uh, had uh, – I was doing a game with Sports Channel Florida, and they, you know, they were looking for, you know, the, the guy to replace him. And this guy came in. They said, D- "He's going to watch you. He's going to kind of hang there behind you and listen to you do your broadcast." And he's Mick Hubert. So I, that's when I I met Mick, and and he was going to be right behind us listening to the broadcast. And we chatted a little bit. I think prior to the ball game, and when one thing I knew about Mick right away is is we start he. he you know, we're we're close to the same age, so we were the guys that grew up with the transistor radio under our pillows, and we 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 knew that that era of the game. And what I what I love about working with Mick is, you know, we could go off on any tangent, and he'll throw one little reference out, and we could just here we go, we're off and running, you know. And and it's been that way for thirty three years. I mean, it it was like a perfect fit. It's like, you know, Lewis and Martin. And, and, you know, it was, it was amazing. And my wife said to me, you know, Melissa and Mick knows Melissa. And she said, probably about, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, she, she just wanted, she said, Hey, what's the most fun job you have? You have a lot of jobs. And I said, working games with Mick, that is the most fun. So from that point on, she would always say, how many games you got with Mick this year? She always knew that made me the happiest. And and that that's just kind of our relationship, and it's it's been that way. You know, thirty three years we spent sixteen hundred hours together of calling games. You know, let alone pregame and post and walk, sitting out rain delays, and we never had we never had a disagreement or nothing. It was just respect and laughter the whole time. It was just so much fun. And I think the best re- somebody reviewed us uh, a couple of years ago, and they, and and they said Mick and Nick sound like a couple of buddies just watching a game, which is, as you know, the ultimate compliment, and I think that's what we always try to to, to prevail on the air. Pretty special stuff, Mick. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Uh, you know, he, he summed it up how I feel about him as well, because we were just like two guys cut from the same cloth. I mean, because we are the same age, and uh, we have the same type of uh, irreverence, and uh, baseball is <laughs> a sport that, you know, you can kind of – Get you, you you have that opportunity. You you can't really all your personality cannot show in a fast paced radio basketball game or maybe not even football. But in baseball, it's a different different deal. And so, uh, oftentimes, you know, I'd start a sentence and I know Nick could finish it, and vice versa. And, uh, and we bring in things and, and talk about stuff, and <laughs> we, we we would entertain ourselves a lot. And uh, you know, we thought, wow, ho- hopefully. And I talked with Pat Dooley this morning about it. I said, he, Pat made a comment that uh, uh, we were talking about something last night, Nick, and, you know, and, I, and I blurted out, I said, what's the, what's the frequency, Kenneth? And Pat said, I loved it when you said that. And I said, you know, when we throw those things out, a lot of times Nick and I will put our hand in the air and just run it over our head like, that went over yeah. 98% of the people's heads. <laughs> but for the 2% yeah. of the people who got it, they're, ro- they're laughing right. right now. 
And those things That's happen. Right. I mean, a lot of times people go, what are they talking about? Well, you're not old enough or you don't get it. Or, but when you do get it, you go, oh, man, what a dry sense of humor. <laughs> Guys, it sounds like you had chemistry right from the start. Was that true? No, without a doubt. I, I think so. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that's it rare. Was, that 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 doesn't it, happen all the time. Yeah, and, and it was it was pretty easy to find that out, like really early on. And I had the same sense of humor too. And that's the thing. There are times that Mick will say things, and I have to stifle myself from laughing <laughs> so loud. And he looks at me, and I'm already I'm falling down. And and he's just he's calling the game. He's watching me laying on the ground laughing. And and I swear to God, he's done that to me so many times through the years. He'll just come out with something out of the blue. And and I'm sure I've done that to him a few times too. But you know, him being a play by play guy, he has to keep talking. Whereas if he says something, I could lay out and just crack up laughing on the side. And, and, yeah, but, and, uh, yeah. And Nick, and yet Nick, and yet there were times that both of us at the same time had our finger on the cough switch muting it because <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. we were laughing so badly we had to cut our own play. we we, we might oh, yeah. spend 15 seconds and say are those guys still there we, we're there but we're, oh. we're we're incoherent we, we can't even talk right now you know so, I, and, you know, and, and some we didn't things... entertain anybody else we were entertaining ourselves <laughs> you have to right and and i remember some of the games make remember you know you talk about that sarge fry field incident what about the time we were at sarge fry field and we're in the middle of the game, and all of a sudden the electricity goes out or something. And in the middle of the game, and it was a cold night, I remember, and they put us on a rooftop of a building. And our producer, Jerry Wetzel, they set up a card table, and we're sitting there, and they're trying to get us back on the air. I think it was Sunshine Network game or something. And we're sitting there, right? And I said, I feel like Apollo 13 that we're, we're in, we had to go power up the lamb and, and we're going to do the game from a rooftop. And they finally got us back on the air. And you think of things like that when, when uh, you, you look back at our time together, you say, man, we actually, that actually happened in a game and we got the game done. And it, it, it's amazing. But I'll, I'll tell you this Mick called me the other day to let me know, and I was kind of in shock at first because this is, this is like when Jim Brown retired. I mean, the, the, you know, I think in, in the height of his career, you know, Mick's doing, you know, he's outstanding still. And, okay, so he called, I was in shock the first day. The second day, I, I, I can reveal this. I mean, I went out by my porch, started crying for a little bit. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because Mick and Nick at night, Mick and Nick, 33 years, you've done this. This is a constant in your life. And now it's over. And it was hard to process. And you just think about all the good times and all the hours and minutes in the booth together of just pure joy. Uh, and, and, you <laughs> yeah, know, I, I'm really, just so grateful. Really I'm just so grateful. Yeah, and me as well. Like I said, I've never done a Gator baseball game on television without Nick Belmonte about a foot away from my right elbow. I mean, that's it. We've done a little... You know, I, Scott Carter wrote the story the other day, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's some in the neighborhood of 1,060 basketball games, but it was like about 1,020 baseball games. So and I did a yeah. lot of games, and Nick worked some with me on radio also, but we were kind of doing it there for a time. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, 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 it's been great. And, and, and Nick is such a baseball purist guy that uh, I've been so blessed to work with these professional analysts that uh, – you know, I I have a cursory knowledge. You know, being around the game, you know, I I have a knowledge of the game, but I never, I, you know, I, I was never, I never sat in the dugout. 
you know, I was never in the huddle. I was never in the locker room like that. So I didn't play at that level. Well, but I had enough info. Well, I had enough information well, to call a game. But then you, you could look you, at the expert. And say, you, you, you know what? You never on. play. You make you, you, I'll tell you this, and and I said this the other day. You know, I, you may not have played the game in uniform, and I have, but you're the best teammate I ever had. Thank you. That's that's pretty special. Thanks. That is. That's a good way to end. And I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, they got two more left, right, guys? That's right. We got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't, don't take my partner's prep time away from me. We, we've already discussed that today. In fact, it's funny you said that. We had this discussion earlier, Mick and I did. So, yes, uh, we, we understand, and I understand. So, Nick, man, thank you, and uh, I will talk to you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, we'll see you all night. Okay, thanks, Mick. Bye-bye. Or Nick, I mean, gee, I'm getting confused myself here.